Hey guys, welcome to my weekly series called Real Talk on Your Best Life. On these minisodes, Luca and I lift the curtain and talk about what's on our minds day to day, just trying to live our best life. Welcome back to another minisode of Your Best Life. Hi guys, Anna Victoria here. And Luca here. Hi guys. So today we're going to do another Q&A. You guys loved the last one that we did. So we had a few other questions that were frequently asked. So question number one, do you guys have any relationship pet peeves of each other? Luca, <laughs> I have one of you. It's really just one. Go for it because I can think about anything. No, and I have to say, I have not noticed this. <laughs> I do have a funny story about it though. Okay, so it's the feet moving in the bed. And I think okay. I've talked about this before. Okay, so hold on though, guys. Like the reason why it used to bug me so much is because living in LA, he would, you know, rub his feet together. So he does this to relax and to go to sleep, Okay. And it was something that always bothered me just because it's like, I don't know when I am going to bed, I don't want to feel like the bed shaking. You know, <laughs> I think that's a pretty normal thing to, to want, but living in LA, there are earthquakes. And I would seriously, every, like almost every single night, there would be a split second, like my heart would jump and be like, <gasps> Is there an earthquake? Like, because Luca <laughs> no, would be shaking the bed. <laughs> so I have to say, I did not, like, I didn't consciously realize this until recently that since we moved to Austin, I don't have those, those kind of like, you know, fear jumps anymore because I'm sure an earthquake could happen in Texas, but it's just not like in California. And I no longer am worried every single night that there's an earthquake. Plus, I so, think I don't do it anymore because I'm just too exhausted. So I just want to <laughs> sleep. <laughs> so. I think that's actually true. I think since having Aurora, you don't do it as much because you're just so exhausted. You just fall asleep on your own. So Aurora, aka Lukina. <laughs> yes, yeah, Lukina. So, which is his new nickname for her since she is literally his carbon copy. Looks exactly like yeah. him. So, okay. So, Luca, what's your pet peeve about me? There's something. Come on. Oh, me when you scratch your ear. You know, your ear canal <laughs> when you do that raspy <laughs> kind of noise, which actually happens to... Scare Aurora. Wakes okay. Aurora so, up. Yeah. Okay. So, I have, to, I have to preface this. So, I have had really bad allergies my whole life. And so, my ear canal is always really itchy. So, first of all, Q-tips are like heaven to me. I freaking love Q-tips. If you come to my house, there are Q-tips everywhere normally. And which is actually probably another one of your pet peeves. Um, but I have, I do this, like, <laughs> it's this like true. scratching yeah. thing where it's kind of, it's not a cough, but it's, it scratches my like inner, inner ear and throat. And yeah, that's Lucas pet peeve, but sorry. Like when you have allergies, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. So, all right. And thank you tips everywhere for sure. <laughs> yeah. By, you know, your bed. I've been doing really good at cleaning lately because the yeah. little amount of time that we have that Aurora gives us, I'm like, okay, no, I need to clean things up. So I think I've been better about it. All right. The next question is, what are we doing for date nights while in quarantine? So I have to say that this one is a little bit, I don't know, maybe different for us just because we, A, I was super, super pregnant and it was summertime um, in Texas. So like we didn't have much to do at home and it was hot outside. 
but and then now since having Aurora, like we just don't have, you know, the time. Um, but with that being said, so Luca got a Traeger grill, which Luca, I'll let you take over. You can talk oh, about this. Yeah. I love it very much. And I love the fact that you used not to like meat, but now oh you actually enjoy meat. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to say you enjoy meat as much as pizza. <laughs> you told me that last time. So that you couldn't choose which one was better, the pizza or the meat that I cooked on the trigger. Okay. So that's a huge achievement. But there are a few a few reasons why. So the seasoning, it, it's this trigger seasoning, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. Check it out. Yeah. I've always preferred carbs to like protein and I still do. I mean, I, I would always choose like mac and cheese over like chicken or, or a steak or something. But I don't know what it is. This Traeger grill, like guys, this is not sponsored or anything. I just truly love it so much. Like it is, it's like, I don't want to say candy, but it's so good. And so Luca is thoroughly enjoying that I'm actually enjoying his cooking <laughs> with meat these days. So yeah, our day nights, you know, like we alternate where Anna takes care of Aurora while I mm -hmm. cook on the Traeger because I actually cook the meat in a way where it's super like tender and you know, it takes a while it takes because hours. I, actually sm <laughs> I smoke the meat, yeah. so it takes a little bit longer. And then trying to put it down so we can enjoy a meal between the two of us. Yeah, actually just recently we popped a bottle of wine, a, a bottle that we, we, we have been keeping for a while from your birthday, 2019. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got in Napa Valley while we were having a, a little getaway in Napa Valley, you and I. So we finally, you know, got to open the bottle. It was a great, great bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. If you guys want to, to know, it's from Del Dotto mm -hmm. in, in Napa. And yeah, we had, we had actually a really nice uh, dinner, but it was cut short because Aurora woke up yes. in the middle of the dinner, which yeah, is fine. That's you fine, know, yeah. We were actually lucky to have some, you know, somewhat to get to the to half. Yeah, halfway, halfway point, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that kind of, you know what we've been doing for kind of having some nice dinners between us at home during quarantine. Yeah. All right. The next question is what is a day in the life of having a newborn like? Um, so you guys, I don't think that this is something that you can fully understand until you have a baby or unless you've like witnessed someone that has a new baby because like, let's, okay. So let's say we wake up when we wake up, it, it changes each day, it just kind of depends on when she wakes up. We are going to be implementing like a 7 a.m. wake up time at some point. But since she's still so young, we don't want to like wake her right, up when right. she's still sleeping. Obviously, don't right. wake a sleeping baby, you know. Um, <laughs> so whenever she wakes up, I feed her. And then we I would say that typically we try to aim for sleep and then feed and then uh, wake time. And then she's supposed to go back down after being awake for 60 to 90 minutes from when she woke up. And that's kind of like our, our goal. Um, it doesn't always happen that way. Like maybe sometimes she'll end up feeding right before her nap or wake time will be right after she wakes up type thing. So yeah, that's kind of, I feel like that's a vast generalization of what a day in the life is like, because it is just literally non-stop one thing or the other and and then because we need to fit work in it right and that's the really tough yeah. thing for us because working together means that we can't alternate we need to be on quotes at the same time right and that's really hard so we sometimes we try to sync her nap time with meetings but no usually it doesn't, it doesn't work, work. <laughs> so yeah so we have uh, a screaming baby in the background yeah uh, 
more often than we would want to but thankfully yeah. that's just like with our internal team meeting so yes. like it's okay yes. if it was like an external yes. meeting then yeah we would you know figure something else out which brings me to the topic of some of you have asked if we have gotten a nanny and we are on that search currently and i have to say this is something that i don't know it's not that i okay i'm just gonna say i did not grow up with like Oh, like we didn't grow up well off. We weren't poor, but like I always kind of envisioned people who had a nanny were like really well off and like really, it was really like bougie. And I remember always thinking growing up like, oh, I don't want a nanny. Like I want to be the person to like raise my children like every single second and be there all the time. And so now that we have our baby, like I'm realizing that nannies are not at all about like being bougie or like just because you have money or anything like it's literally like if you're working, if you're a working mother and a working father, and in our case, we work together, like we literally have no other option. We would love for the grandparents to oh, be here, but the oh grandparents gosh. can be here. So that would be obviously best case scenario, but that, it can happen. That's right what our plan was for the first three months yeah. was your mom was going to be here. But because of COVID, that couldn't happen. And as we've been trying, you know, when you work for yourself, you don't get maternity leave, <laughs> you know, you don't get any time off. And like, I did take like two weeks off and, you know, kind of, but yeah, so we are on the search for, you know, a nanny, a long-term nanny, and we're actually testing someone out this week. And so far it's great, um, but it's definitely scary and nerve wracking. I could probably go on on this topic for a while. So I'll just leave it at that. But that is the day in the life of having a newborn-ish. So, um, all right, the next question you guys asked is what are we watching while taking care of the baby? Luca, you want to take this one? <laughs> what are we watching? I mean, whatever we watch, it was going to be stopped after a couple of minutes anyways. Yeah, I think um, I think that's the point. We don't. We don't but, get to watch. Well, you already, you know, you already said, I think you watch... Uh, Jane the Virgin. You watch while you, <laughs> Jane yeah, the while you breastfeed. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes when I have some free time, which I don't, but you know, <laughs> I watch, I'm now watching the documentary on the space shuttle, the, the Challenger that blew up in the 80s. Uh, but I'm still on episode one. I, be, I believe I actually started episode two, but that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I think whatever we get to watch, it's in like five minute increments. And, you know, yeah, that's about it. So. You know what we've been watching, you know, kind of enjoying um, Family Feud. Oh my gosh. Celebrity yes. Family Feud. Uh, I, we actually we like are that. obsessed with Steve Harvey. He is the best host in like... Half of like why the episode is so funny is because of his responses to people's answers. So yeah, we've been watching a bit of that. So, all right. The last question is working out post baby. What are you doing? Um, you know, this topic is, it's a little bit hard because it depends on the person. It depends on what type of birth you had. So since I had a C-section, I had to wait a bit longer to get cleared. I also had like a surgical procedure. They cut through, I think it's six or seven layers of my stomach and also my abdominal wall. So my recovery is a bit different and getting back to working out is a lot slower than what it would be had I had a vaginal delivery. So, um, you know, it is honestly like the most basic, simple moves you could think of. I did share them on my Instagram so um, you guys can see what I'm doing there. And it's literally like breathing work and just the very, very most basic, simple core exercises, which does not mean sit-ups. 
Even if you didn't have a C-section, pretty much postpartum in general, you do not want to do sit-ups. And the reason for that is because your core is still recovering. It is still regaining strength and repairing from being stretched out in your pregnancy. And you risk um, diastasis recti, which is where your abs separate. So you do not want to do any type of sit-up or crunch-like movement. So all of my core work is... Mm, how do I say, kind of like bringing the abs back together and strengthening them without like forcing them to separate in the movement, if that makes sense. If you go to my Insta, you'll see what I mean in the moves that I've been doing. But, you know, it is super, super, super slow, um, which I think is what it should be. You know, like there should be no reason to rush back into working out um, or getting your pre-baby body back or any of that stuff. Um, it should really just be focusing on regaining your core strength and doing it in a safe and slow and steady manner. So that is where I'm at with workouts right now. And those are all the questions we have for you guys today. Um, we hope you enjoyed this and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye.